extinction before a loss of profits. They'd rather kill you and make money than help you and not make money. What's shaking? Welcome back to All In. I'm your host, Rick Jordan. And, you know, usually this is like super high energy when I come in, if you listen to the show all the time. And while I'm still high energy, you might notice a bit more of a serious tone in my voice today, because we're going to dive into some serious things. And you're going to want to share this out because this is going to pull the veil back on a lot of things today. And you're going to want to share this out with as many people as you can, because this is going to help a lot of people the more we get the word out about these things you know how i feel about human trafficking you know how i feel about the great country of america the united states that we live in you know how i feel about human rights and today we're going to talk about all of that i've got a dude on who we're going to have a very real conversation real talk because his mission has been to expose the forced organ harvesting of a Falun Gong spiritual movement in China for the past 21 years. And he's also a veteran activist, which is huge. I really appreciate his heart on this. Mitchell Gerber, welcome to the show. Thanks, Rick. It's a pleasure to be with you, brother. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Man, I'm, uh, I'm fired up, and I'm also a little apprehensive because these kinds of things, I and mean, we, we almost went down this road in conversation then we decided to hit record because i started talking about the dance right and i know as you were working with ryan the producer before the show he was t saying how you know i've been banned on instagram and you know th there's a movie that i came out with last year liberty lockdown around government overreach in the united states with the pandemic and that show that movie itself was completely banned from netflix and amazon because it was classified as hate speech under their terms and conditions and that's how epic and legendary it really is yeah you got it brother so i appreciate your mission because we're we're doing the same thing you know just those are the feathers stick together you got it we're bringing truth into the world brother so let's do a little more of that today is that cool I've Absolutely, man. It's the Jedi against the Sith. It's the battle between good and evil. Have to be <laughs> I with love it. Brother. I appreciate the Star Wars reference too, man. It's, yes, it's the Enterprise versus the Klingons. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So uh, last year, because there, there was a lot as I filmed this movie, and we can dive this way, because uh, the Falun Gong, I, I would love to hear your take. How would you describe them? They are a spiritual movement. I have a, I have a clip for you, if I can play it just Please. briefly. Yeah, if, you, um, if you're listening to this, listen to the whole thing. If you're on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever, the, but then go to YouTube afterwards and check out these clips too. Let's hear it, man. Yeah, damn right, man, because I just bought these clips to take you on a nice little journey. But uh, before I play it, Rick, the Falun Gong is quite a beautiful, it's an amazing spiritual movement. Uh, the reason I got into it is because I was partying a lot in, uh, in, in college. I was manning a lot of you know leadership positions i was about to uh, i was interning at a, a, a prestigious investment firm my father put a lot of money on my uh, on me and i was stressed out I had, I had a lot of anxiety and i just i needed some kind of relief you know Jimi hendrix like i can't get no relief there's too yeah. much confusion you know what i mean you know to, to the to the the joker to the thief you know what i mean yeah, yeah. famous uh, um all along the watchtower so i was feeling crappy and down and i needed some you know boost so i'm a heavy lifter i like to lift i like to do martial arts i've been heavy into bruce lee i did some yoga i did some tai chi and i like that but i wanted something more just relaxed and natural i just felt something more just organic not to mention, not, not to say that they're not, but there's more of a regiment to it. And I just want something natural. I am a believer in, in the Creator. I come from a Jewish faith from South Africa, then an American citizen. Uh, the only reason I was born in South Africa is because my family that was slaughtered in the Holocaust in Lithuania and Hungary, what was left of them fled to South Africa. I was born and then I moved to America, into Atlanta, Georgia, in the South. Um, and I came across this human rights festival, this arts and crafts festival in 2001 when I was studying international business at the University of Georgia, Rick. And I just 
was led to this practice by a friend of mine from New York. He's like, yo, take a look at that. What's up with that? You like that kind of shit. Take a look. Excuse my language. I hope, I don't, I don't, I hope, I hope we don't have to say uh, no, You like that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, sir. So I'm just being real. So I was like, yeah, it's very intriguing. So I went out with a buddy of mine and uh, they were doing these slow moving exercises that I came to learn with Falun Gong from China, these slow-moving exercises. And in a moment, I'll play the clip to just give you a little bit of a visual. Five exercises to unblock the energy channels. And I was like, yeah, let me give it a try. Is it something religious? Is it cultish? Is it something, you know, because I don't want any of that nonsense. I just want to have a little bit of an outlet in my life, a little release, man, you know? Yeah, sure, yeah. no problem. So I went into the the the... the uh, the, the garden or the, the grounds of the university at that time and I was doing these exercises and immediately Rick when I started to do this and I'm a skeptic I'm a, I'm, I'm a cynic man I don't just take on anything because when I do I put my heart my soul my spirit and my entire uh, mind to it you know what I mean that's all how in. winning is done yeah. all in baby all in yeah. so I was like okay let me try to fix this out so I was like whoa like what the flip is going on with my body like in such a short time of period or period of time I felt these energy channels or these these just pop these bubbles like of of, of of stress seriously all of them down my back down my my shoulders in my legs and I was like what? I, 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 I saw my outside of my thighs I was like wow this is quite profound I feel very relaxed my whole body started to warm up I just felt very relieved I could breathe better so I was like I want some more of this shit man yeah. so I go back to the, the, the booth and there's about 10 Chinese people could hardly speak a word of English this guy from Hong Kong comes up to me he was like here's a flyer and I was like Falun Gong also known as Falun Dafa mind and body practice and I was like well I tried it out I liked it I felt good but what the hell is this all that com uncomfortableness just creeped me out when well, left my body and then this creepy shock of like disgust came over me and I was like what the hell is going on stop the torture of these people stop the brutal persecution of the Falun Gong in China what is this this is like two worlds that like one world is heaven and one world is hell so I was like okay let's sit back for a moment breathe and let's find out what's going on so I realized that this spiritual movement has become the largest movement in China outlawed and then they started to kill them for their organs, all under the command of the CCP. So before I continue, let me share with you just what the exercises are, and then I'd like to play for you about a two-minute clip of the uh, a clip of the award-winning documentary "Hard to Believe" that shows this confirmed slaughter that is going on in China today. That's the reason why I came on your show. Yeah, let's play it, man. The, the this practice is outlawed by the CCP, right? The Chinese Communist Party. Yeah, for twenty yeah. almost twenty-five years now. Wow. Why is that? I, I know, know you're going to play the video, but why is it outlawed? There's three reasons. It became the largest spiritual movement in all of China. And the stock, one out of, one out of 13 Chinese national citizens were practicing Falun Gong by that time. And um, one out of 13 national citizens was about 100 million people by 1998. And the Chinese Communist Party didn't like that. The Communist Party uh, hated the fact that over 30 million people um, more than its membership were practicing this ancient spiritual movement in China and um, basically outlawed it. And not only outlawed it, but was killing them for their organs. I'll just play it while I, uh, yeah. while I share with you. Those are the exercises of Falun Gong. There are five in total. Tremendous. It's like just moving all the energy, standing. This is this more of an endurance exercise to enhance vitality and spiritual wisdom and make your body feel amazing after practicing. And the whole philosophy of it is truthfulness, compassion, and tolerance. And that's why another reason why the Chinese Communist Party outlawed Falun Gong because the diabolical nature of the Chinese of the Chinese Communist Party compared to Falun Gong or Judaism or Christianity or any spiritual practices is more of a, a compassionate, loving, and tolerant uh, uh, feeling and and lifestyle. So. Also, not to mention the 5,000 years of Chinese culture that was wiped out by the Chinese Communist Party, Falun Gong, and this man, the, the founder of Falun Gong, Mr. Li, revived that culture that the CCP intentionally destroyed, decimated, and tried and wiped out. 5,000 years of culture, Rick, completely wiped out. Wow. So this man, Mr. Li, revived the culture, and as you can see, you know, just started to teach 200 students and within about eight years, it 
mushroomed to become the largest spiritual movement in China. More than half of upper class society were practicing in China. This is the this is actually Chinese. I mean, look at how many Chinese people. This is just in one one setting alone. Millions upon people were practicing the spiritual movement in China. Is, is Mister Lee still alive? Yes, he is. He is in um, uh, New York right now. Um, I'm not sure where or anything, but yeah, he has a daughter, he has a wife, he owns a business, and he just wanted to teach something. Uh, let me see if I've... Yeah, yeah, so he's in the United States. Is it, did he come over here for safety? Yes, yes, but he has a bounty of, on his head for about $500 million. I was going to say, because if, the, if he's such a threat to the CCP, I mean, the, the best way to approach that is to eliminate the threat, right? So that's, exactly. it's amazing what he's been able to accomplish. But I look at this as like, this guy has got to have something like people looking over his shoulder, sneaking up behind him, you know, just, just oh. price on his head. I mean, Rick, what I'm about to share with you yeah. next is something that is a new form of evil. I mean, we've heard of harvesting of organs and we've heard of kidney in the bathtub stories, you know, but this is something that, is preposterous and I know that mm. there's other uh, organizations and um, harvesting that's going on in the world but under the Chinese Communist Party a reign of terror that's wiped out over 100 million people decimated 5,000 years of Chinese culture and is now sending hundreds and thousands of Falun Gong practitioners as well as Uyghur Muslims, Tibetans and Christians to state-mandated hospitals commanded by the Chinese military and the highest-ranking uh, gangsters of the Chinese Communist Party, mm. uh, President Tu Jingtao, President Xi, President uh, uh, Jiang Zemin, the, the head of the Communist Party in 1999. Sending these people, Falun Gong, in cattle cars, just like the, the Nazis did with the Jews, to state-mandated hospitals, between two to 3,000 of them, over 250 uh, concentration camps in China called the Laogao system, and over 36 death camps, cutting out their organs while alive, while the blood is still flowing, a little station. To, so they don't have to, so four soldiers don't have to hold them down so they can cut the doctors they're turning into to murderers cutting the organs out like a lobster in a grotesque restaurant you just take it out and you just cut all the organs out the corneas the livers the pancreas even the skin cremate the bodies then burn then, then, then sell the, the organs within a, within a couple of days a couple of weeks reducing waiting times of four to eight years for hearts and two years for livers to, for example in a matter of days and weeks and then fueling this multi-billion dollar business so i'd love to share the clip just to get a little visual yeah i've got questions real man let's see the clip first please man, Goodness. it's an honor to it's an honor to be on your show rick man i tell you i've been around man i've been around like i told ryan you guys are the real deal and you're the next pioneer of, of music of, of news and podcasts because this wokeism and this radical leftism and this beta cuck society, weak men are no longer needed in leadership positions. Strong, powerful, decisive men who love their country, love their families, love their women, and believe in their creator are going to run this world in a good, decent, upright, and righteous way. Amen to that. Once again, brother, yeah. the return of the Jedi is imminent. But right now we are in the revenge of the Sith. I tell you right, I shit you not, bro. But let me tell you, let me play this clip if I may, and we'll get the party started. Here we go. Can you hear it? No, there's no sound on this. I, I can see it. Uh, sorry, hold on. I didn't have the volume. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, no, no problem. Here we go. One of the worst crimes in history began taking place in hospitals throughout the country as organ transplants suddenly began to skyrocket. We've been asked to investigate allegations that uh, there has been harvesting of organs of Falun Gong in China. Our bottom line conclusion after considering everything as best we could was that the allegations are true. I began conducting comprehensive interviews with medical professionals, Chinese law enforcement personnel, and over 50 refugees from the Laogai system. But I estimate that 65,000 Falun Gong were murdered for their organs from 2000 to 2008. Essentially what organ harvesting means is they're taking Falun Gong practitioners literally like cattle, holding them in prison camps, testing their blood and other vital organs, and when someone comes into the country that needs a heart, a liver, a kidney, they find a match, they take the Falun Gong practitioner, extract their organs, of course killing them in the process. 
people who are expecting this to sort of just be solved naturally by all we have to do is sit back and they'll fix it, this is wrong. The West has to take a role. And the one role the West can do is say, these are our values. We cannot go beyond this. There are certain lines we can't cross. This is a red line. That's an absolute red line. Enver Toti, the surgeon turned bus driver, says it's been 20 years since he removed the organs from that live prisoner. It remains a mystery why so few people have ever heard about the thing he says he cannot forget. This is my experience. This is a real true story. If you keep silence, this tragedy will continue. And people, they just don't want to touch this evil. Because if you touch this evil, maybe at the end of the day, you may not be able to tackle this and the consequences. That is my guess. My God. That's the award-winning documentary, Hard to Believe, an 18-award-winning documentary. And that's Dr. Enver Totti, the surgeon who I bring on the show. I brought him on Steve Bannon, uh, where Bannon pressed me for the names of all the Western politicians on live, where millions of people are watching, same as Alex yeah. Jones and Stu Peters and others. And I wouldn't give the names because I want these people, as the doctor was saying, it's risky business, number one. I got desperate after that. And, you know, my offices, our offices got shut down and um, I'm on, I'm 200 miles away from the Chinese border right now, Rick. You know, I walk the walk uh, as you do. Um, that's why I think we vibe very well and connect very well. Um, but yeah, he shared about his testimony cutting out the organs forced by the CCP at an execution ground. And now he said how Dr. Dr. Invertotti, uh, the, the surgeon in 1995, who, who was forced to do a forced organ harvesting and then fled to become a bus driver, as you saw in London. Yeah. He said that the execution grounds now are in the theater of the surgery hospitals. So they're performing these medical transplant uh, uh, surgeries to cut out their organs and murder these people, the Falun Gong, to fuel a multi-billion dollar business. My God. I, I look at this and I know my history pretty well, you know, w worldwide history. And you talk about, you know, the, the Nazis with the Jewish internment camps. And I've been to the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C. And when I walked in there, the room that really gripped me was seeing all of the, I don't know if you've been there or not, but there's a room that's in the Holocaust Museum. There's an aisle right down the middle of it and to both sides because these, the aisle it has glass barriers on it. And it's stacked up high about four feet of shoes that went through the incinerator that were not there to represent all the people that were cremated, just like you're talking right here, in the incinerators back in Nazi Germany. It's freaking, gen it was genocide then, and the, I believe that's what I'm looking at here. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. This is a new form of evil. State-sanctioned, kill-to-order murder. Genocide. A cold genocide versus a hot genocide. Hot genocides are like what happened in Rwanda when the Hutu regime hacked 10,000 or 80,000 people Tutsis a day and I was you know we I was I got to listen to a testimony of a Hutu uh, a Tutsi Tutsi survivor who said she had to flee all over her family was killed they just were hunted down a cold genocide Rick, is normalizing the genocide into the society so institutionalizing it okay um, and the best way I can relate it in the states is the Planned Parenthood they have murdered not institutionally, intentionally, as their founder, Margaret Sanger, a eugenicist, founded Planned Parenthood to wipe out the Negro population, in her words, but the black population. And um, nine, since 1973, 19 million black, black babies have been aborted on purpose. This is black genocide. So it relates. And now University of Pittsburgh has been caught just recently harvesting black baby body parts while alive, funded by Alchi Fauci Pauci, Dr. Fauci, and the NIH. Now imagine that. 
they run a massive, massive uh, child trafficking, pedophilia, human trafficking, organ harvesting rings. And it's unbelievable. When John McAfee was alive, he, he shared about this as well. A lot of them are... We have the names of serious Western politicians, world leaders, serious pedophiles, serious child traffickers. I mean, you cannot, I mean, you, you, you can believe, I think, I'm sure your audience can believe, but a lot of people think I'm a nut job. I mean, I've just compiled 50 pieces of, of, of reports and evidence confirming that the bioweapon that we're experiencing now was from the Wuhan lab. And oh, what's coming out recently? New evidence on the leaks that possibly the Chinese Communist Party man-made the so-called coronavirus in their Wuhan lab. Well, of course they did. I've been talking to, we've been talking about this for years. Yeah, okay. I, know. I remember uh, that breaking story a couple months ago too, and it was, you know, all the conspiracy theories around that. All of a sudden, it's like, oh wait, there's validity to these, which a lot of people believed to begin with, and a lot of people didn't believe. The one thing that really gripped me about that video you played, brother, is because yes. I saw the date on that right, and it looked like it was a Senate hearing in 2012. And yes. I'm looking at that, and you see, we've got Facebook, right? We remember Mark Zuckerberg when he had his Senate hearing, you know, and yes. the room was freaking packed, you know, the standing room only for Zuckerberg. But here we are talking about genocide, and there's nobody there. There's nobody not even a full there. panel of senators. Nobody there. And I tell you, and I'll share with you, and I'm, I'm glad you brought up the Holocaust because 60 years ago, and I wanted to share with you, this is from the World Organization to Investigate the Persecution of Falun Gong. 60 years ago, when Felix Frankfurter, a US Supreme Court judge of the Jewish faith, heard that the Nazis were slaughtering Jewish people in the concentration camps as you just visited. His first reaction was, well, a, 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 a visualization of it. But his first reaction was, I, ca I can't believe this is true. American society reacted to the Holocaust, believed the unbelievable. Rick, even my own grandmother of the Jewish faith couldn't believe it when she saw it. She couldn't believe that this was going on. And what's interesting is that one woman from the Weimar Republic, I mean, about three or four miles away from the Buchenwald uh, concentration camp, one of the concentration camps where, where, I don't know, tens of thousands of Jews were murdered, there were people living. And when the, when the U.S. soldiers liberated the camps and they visited the towns that were three to five miles away from the concentration camps, they asked the people, don't you know that this is going on? And one woman even accused the U.S. military of fabricating the pictures to vilify Germany. And some even demanded an answer. If such a horrific thing is happening around us, how can we have no idea of it? So the U.S. soldiers had no choice but to send these people to the death camps and say, hey, take a look. But the see no evil, speak no evil, hear no evil mentality, Rick, the cowardliness, the conspiracy uh, the collusion, the, 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 the alignment with the CCP to make massive amounts of money. This is a multi-billion dollar business, Rick. It's so sick that a trained assassin once, once shared, I meet a couple of interesting guys. When I was on the Alex Jones show, and I'll share this quote in a moment, extinction before a loss of profit. They'd rather kill you and make money than help you and not make money. This is what's going on right now. Sure. And think about it. Why would they, and, and this is, and, and, and anyway, we can get into the vaccine and ivermectin and all that all day long. We can talk for hours on this, but let's stay in context right now with the organ harvesting. Yeah. But I can yeah. tell you, I've, I've, I've seen some very interesting things in my life. I've, I've been contacted from in, with interesting people and I deal with interesting people for 21 years exposing this evil. But um, yeah, uh, people, oh yeah, is that really, is that going on? Is that really, really going on? The World Health Organization, the United Nations turning their backs, saying nothing. Oh, yeah, we know about the Falun Gong issue. Okay, yeah, we'll pass resolutions. Okay, whatever. The Secretary of State will come out. The, the Department of Justice will come out. Oh, yeah, it's Falun Gong this and Falun Gong that. But nothing ever gets done, as you see in the Congress. Blank. Nobody there. Yeah. So you've been following this for 21 years now. How long has this really been going on? Longer than that, I would assume. As early as, 90, as 1995 and even earlier. But it ramped up with the Falun Gong because when Falun Gong became the largest spiritual movement in China, Rick, and 
ailments, injuries, illnesses, brother, I tell you, we're all just vanishing. People, you, you can call it miracles, you can call it just a life force, you can call it an evolution of health and longevity and spiritual vitality. The Chinese Communist Party was seeing this. That's why the number of people that they were practicing Falun Gong, one out of every 12 Chinese national citizens, more than half of upper class society, the, the entire... Uh, wow. It's the seven highest-ranking officials in their families of the Communist Party were practicing. Military were all practicing. So they saw this massive evolution of, of, of healthiness coming to, to their shores. So they targeted Falun Gong to eradicate it and kill these people for their organs. But I think the next shot, the next, pick, next clip, if I, if I may, yeah, uh, will be light on that. Yeah. This is also from a Hard to Believe documentary, and um, it's called The World Needs to Know. Here we go. One of the worst crimes in history began taking place in hospitals throughout the country as organ transplants suddenly began to skyrocket. We've been asked to oh, investigate sorry. allegations that... Really uh, this is the one we just played, right? Forgive me. Um, I get so carried on in the conversation that I'm... And it's, it's no, dude, I appreciate your fire, man. Thank you, brother. Uh, let's see. Here we go. This is it. By 2000, Falun Gong practitioners were disappearing into labor camps in mass numbers. At the same time, Chinese hospitals began promoting their organ transplant expertise. I'm uh, David Maitis, and with me is uh, David Kilgore. Now, before I continue, Rick, these are the two gentlemen in 2006 that confirmed 18 pieces of evidence that this was going on between 2006, 2001 and 2006. Between 45,000 and 65,000 Falun Gong practitioners were harvested and murdered for their organs. So they're American We've been asked right? to invest. They are from, they are from Canada. Uh, yeah, the, one, okay. the man is... Yeah, the man is talking is a 35-year international human rights uh, lawyer in Winnipeg, David Mattis. And the gentleman holding the documents standing beside him is David Kilgore, a Crown Prosecutor um, and former Secretary of State of the Asian Affairs of the Canadian Parliament. Can I ask some questions around these guys? Because they were in the previous clip. Who, yeah. They said that they were commissioned. Now, they're Canadian, but who were they commissioned by to investigate this? Coalition to investigate the persecution of Falun Gong. They aren't paid and they are, they're not Falun Gong petitioners themselves and they're independent investigators that have formed a coalition to investigate the persecution of Falun Gong. Um, and then with their report, they have come out to expose this to the world. Wow. Um, yeah, and the other guy, Ethan Gutman, who you saw in London Bridge, you're smoking a cigarette, you're sitting there. Yeah, like, yeah. We have to draw a line. We cannot cross that line. He uh, wrote the book, The Slaughter, and uh, he joined forces with the two gentlemen, uh, David Kilgore and David Mattis, and now they have about at least 52 pieces of evidence confirmed. And in one of the clips I'll play later uh, in the interview, or in the discussion, I would even say, epic, legendary, historic broadcast that we're having today, um, you'll see the China Tribunal. And that's even more evidence between 2018 and 2019 that this is going on. So for all the skeptics out there and the cynics, I love them because they push me to confirm the evidence. But once they accept it, after questioning, if you, if you can get the skeptics on board, you can get anybody on board. Yeah, so. right on. Here we go. ...allegations that uh, there has been harvesting of organs of Falun Gong in China. Uh, David Kilgore is a former member of parliament and former cabinet minister for Asia Pacific, and I'm a, a Winnipeg lawyer uh, doing immigration, refugee, and international human rights law in Winnipeg. And we have uh, now uh, done uh, our investigation, and we're producing this report. And I didn't know whether it was true or not, and so uh, my, my task initially was to try to figure out a a way of approaching the issue so that I could either prove it or disprove it and not just walk away and say, I don't know. The number of executions in China varied widely depending on who was counting. But Matus says no matter which number he used, the number of executions and the number of organs didn't add up. The transplant volumes increased substantially uh, after the persecution of Falun Gong began. And I mean, there's a lot of other evidence, but uh, the most likely explanation for the increase is, is the Falun Gong. We pursued every investigative trail we could find. In the report, you will see that there are 18 different avenues of proof and disproof we, we considered and evaluated. 
our bottom line conclusion after considering everything as best we could was that the allegations are true. We believe them to be true, that this uh, harvesting is indeed happening. Meta says what made Falun Gong organs especially attractive. Now, I want to share with you one thing uh, in, your, in your audience, Rick, in a moment. You're going to hear a telephone conversation from a Chinese doctor with an investigator disguised as a buyer looking for Falun Gong organs. It's quite profound. We have about, they had, and the investigators had about 17 telephone conversations in 12 different hospitals with the presidents, the, the top surgeons, the medical directors, all saying, yeah, we have fresh Falun Gong organs, just like a, like a, a wet market if you go to Philippines or Cambodia or Vietnam or even a fish market. And you can like, as you say, like, I choose that lobster. I want to eat that lobster. I want to eat that squid. They take it out of the tank. They cut it all open for you. And it's like, here we go. Um, wow. So you're going, to hear, yeah, you're going to hear something quite disturbing. Here we go. With the practitioner's healthy lifestyle, These do not drink or smoke. On many of the recordings of phone calls made to more than 100 Chinese hospitals, doctors assure callers that transplant organs are from healthy Falun Gong practitioners. They'd go to the prison, which are really these internment camps for the Falun Gong, and find the healthiest that would be a match for whatever need they need, a heart, kidneys, whatever, and then just pick them out and chop out their organs. Exactly. Blood test them, forcefully blood test them at these hospitals, line them all up, take them out of the prison systems and the concentration camps and the re-education centers because you round it all up. This is banned in, in China, Rick. You are not allowed to practice Falun Gong. And if you are caught, you are sent to a labor camp where your organs are cut out of your bodies while alive. They have been targeted. And what's so sick is that, and even more, more diabolic and more crazy, is that the former president, Jiang Zemin of China, uh, in 1999, he was the president of the Chinese Communist Party. He outlawed Falun Gong. He was the first one. He created the 610 office on June 10th, 1999, one month before the complete ban of Falun Gong, just like the Nazis did with the Jews. They created the Gestapo. The Chinese Communist Party uh, henchmen created the 610 office on June 10th. That sits still to this day with President Xi, President Hu Jintao for at least three decades now, nearly 30 years. On top of the Chinese Communist Party, controlling all economic, social, and political parties and policies well, it is one party, but policies, I mean. Yeah. For one purpose and one purpose only, to destroy Falun Gong and eradicate them within three months for as raw materials to fuel this multi-billion dollar business. But it's been surviving since for, for 21 years now. Unbelievable courage of the Falun Gong. Unbelievable. That's awesome. <laughs> it's a little bit hard. I mean, even with Nazi Germany, man, look what happened, right? Because it got to a certain point. And this is what's going in my head. It's like, one, why hasn't there been anything to stop this yet? Yeah, except, you know, for private organizations to commission an attorney and a former member of parliament to go investigate. Of course, there's a Senate hearing also from 2012. So people are talking about it, but it reminds me a lot of... It really, from World War II, because the longest time, uh, for the longest time, America would not get involved in the war. While th this genocide was happening over in Europe, you know, slaughtering Jews just for being them, literally just for being them, you know, so that, that, that was racial persecution, of course, racial genocide. And now we're seeing spiritual genocide because just the way that they decide to conduct their lives, which is a very peaceful way. But both of these, both of, I mean, look at how many Jewish individuals existed in Germany and then in those sections of Europe, because there were so many that it was a threat to power. And this is always the case, right? Because here you see something that's a movement with the Falun Gong that I see as a threat to power with the CCP. Because it's like uh, when you have a, a, a regime and you see this throughout the course of history, when you have a regime and it, especially something in the case of the CCP, because how many people are there in China? Over 1 billion people in China. How many people are actually part of the CCP? What's the last number that you heard? About one, uh, 60 million, I believe. So around 60, 60, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you're talking, and I knew it was roughly around 5%. 
So you have 5% that are part of the CCP. And the, the, those are ones that have actually sworn allegiance to that, right? Not the ones that are actually within the organization itself, like actual uh, soldiers or, or leadership or anything like that. It's individuals just like you can identify as a Republican or a Democrat in the United States on your ballots. That's what, what, what I'm talking about here is that you just check a box and in China, it's a little bit more concrete, you know, and soul snatching is when you say, okay, I'm pledging myself to the CCP. That's 60 million people. The actual body of government itself is much, much less than that. But you have a billion people. So let's just say 95% of people in China are not part of the CCP. Imagine if just a fraction of those rose up, but that's literally what you're talking about right here. Is I wanna, I wanna, uh, exactly. I want to actually uh, up that number. 380 million people have withdrawn from the CCP. When you are, you, 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 you nailed it, Rick. Uh, the 60 million, no, the 60 million, I don't know, 100 million Falun Gong practitioners um, outnumber the Chinese Communist Party by, by 30 million people. But when you are born in China, you have to swear, as you said, bloody allegiance to the Chinese Communist yeah. Party. With 30, 380 million people, according to Tui Dang, which is the global quit the CCP campaign, it's been going on since at least 2004, have managed to withdraw, like just revolt against the CCP, disconnect all ties to the CCP and all its affiliations, at least 380 million people. So that's even more than 60 million, by the way. I, I don't know why I said 60. Yeah. I was, it's a little bit late here, but those are the actual numbers. So forgive me for that. I, I just had to correct myself. 380 million was drawn. That's still 1.3 billion. But the amount of, I mean, you've you got, you got, you got the henchmen, which are fighting between each other. They're incredibly weak, but they have the military. By, uh, on, the, on their side and they have the mind control as well but because so many people between 50 and 80,000 Chinese people a day are withdrawing those are the actual numbers by the way that have had enough of the CCP are withdrawing so the more people that expand as, you, as your point and I want to uh, you know uh, go on your point that the more people there are it only is a matter of time for the CCP to collapse and that brings my relation to what is going on in in, Amer in, in, in uh, uh, China to America. Now you're getting forced mandates. You're getting vaccine passports. You can't ride the buses uh, like like in uh, in Canada. So what is going to happen when you, when the Americans are now losing their jobs? They're losing their freedoms. They're losing their their custody over their children um, because you won't take this uh, this biojab that has been uh, uh, that, you know even the CCP technology has been put into the biojets, by the way, and the actual bioweapon has been man-made in the Wuhan lab, which is all coming out now. Just recent articles come out today, so, you know, sharing about this yeah. and people have talked about it. Some but, of the similarities are interesting, too, because I interviewed a, a gentleman who, who runs the largest Chinese-American radio show in San Francisco and actually in the entire United States, he has the largest radio show. And when I was interviewing him for the film last year, he was explaining to me how the CCP even controls the flow of information. You know, because you're talking, all of this is about control. It's about power. It's about yes. control. And the, you're, you're also talking about the similarities between what's going on right now and communism at its core. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, so what's going on in America right now is very similar to some communistic practices. And one thing that connected the dots for me when I was interviewing him is he said that there are, and this hits home for me because I'm in the field of technology. The only way that you could hear current events in China is every single morning there would be loudspeakers on the streets. And it would be the CCP that would broadcast what the current events are. So you would have Yes, right, now. right on. Same in Vietnam. You would have filtered information about what's going on around the world and in your country. And what really freaked me out a couple weeks ago, man, is when the, the press, when Biden's press secretary came on and said, we're working with Facebook, we're working with Twitter, we're working with social media to ban certain posts, to censor certain posts. And really, yeah. it was around... 
it was around the pandemic. That's what they were talking about. The light, and it's under the guise of good, right? They're saying we don't want misinformation to get out there, but it was things because the only thing that I could see that was in common is that they were just opposing viewpoints. And they were saying, because this is not the administration's agenda, this isn't the rhetoric that we're putting out that we want Americans to hear. Hello, loudspeakers from the street. It's the same freaking thing. <laughs> As communism saying, we're going to work with big tech so that that information, anybody else's opinion, anybody else's viewpoint, any other piece of factual data, the truth that goes against our agenda and the information that we want to put out there, we're going to make sure that nobody sees that, hears that ever. It's the same thing. Nails, brother. Fucking nails. Excuse my language, but wow. Wow. And you know what? They are guilty by the burden of proof that they are committing this atrocity of covering up the truth and causing innocent people to die. And this is what is going on. And demonizing ivermectin, I better not, we better not have that on because, uh, you know, you might have to edit it out because you won't, you'll be probably banned from YouTube, you know, as I have been. You can't even say a prayer anymore for the vaccinators who have got this bioweapon inside them, okay? And uh, it goes really deep. But all the evidence, like I said, Rick, I've compiled 50 pieces of evidence. I'm an investigative journalist of the Jewish faith. I love Falun Gong. I love Christianity. I love Judaism. I don't care who you are. I care about the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth to help me God. And to fail to support what is good and to fail to expose what is evil is unacceptable. We do not tolerate rude behavior. Yeah. When I went on child trafficking raids with, with special operators who contacted me after going on Alex Jones and they're like, we like your work, we've seen what you're doing, come with us, I want to show you our work. So we went and we rescued 15 women and children and this little five-year-old, I'll never forget, was, bat was cellophane up, wrapped up, had a, had a, had a, band, a, a blindfold and, and, a, and, a, and a, um, a gag in her mouth. And, and she, she was shivering. I took out the, the, the gag, take off the blindfold, and she just looks at me. I cut the cellophane, uh, cellophane, I bring her up, and I just hold her. And she stops shaking and says, mm -hmm. we tortured this guy, cut him a little bit, didn't kill him, but I watched him do it just to get out of him the information, and he ended up dead in the Red River the next day because his IRFs didn't want, he had to cut the ties, you know what I mean? Yeah, but we, yeah. we rescued these children and we sent them to the Blue Dragon uh, or other, another organization who do phenomenal work on the human trafficking and the child trafficking because they steal all the children and they sell them to the, the Chinese mafia and the Vietnamese mafia. They work together, the triads, you know, you name it, whatever, whatever they're called nowadays. And big business, big money. Same thing is going on with the Falun Gong, the Uyghur Muslims, the House Christians, the Tibetans. And 95% of the organs from the Falun Gong are coming or the organ trade is coming from the Falun Gong. Skyrocketing organ tourist rates. Money-making central, man. A multi-billion dollar business. 150,000. Look, I mean, I, I, Rick, I, if, if I may, let me just share this with you. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the, the evidence, and I want to I share my, uh, my, my, my screen with you um, so people can take a look at it um, and, and you can actually see the statistics. As you're pulling that up, yeah, of course. As you're pulling that up, the the one difference because we've making we've been making a lot of comparisons to Nazi Germany and right. during World War II during that time period in our world's history, and there's one big difference that I want to call out because I keep thinking in my head, it's like, what's it going to take? What's it going to take to get other countries involved in this and actually put a stop in this for good to say no more to the evil? And back then, I feel that really the thing that happened is, and this is the difference, is that the genocide back in the 30s and 40s, the 1930s and 40s from the Third Reich, they did not keep it within their sovereign borders. They decided to push their limits and then started invading other countries across Europe because they were on this purge. They, they were on this Aryan purge, and they started spreading out right now i could see why it's a little easier for people to say oh out of sight out of mind because this is happening just within the borders of china correct for now for yes now. For now. no exactly that's what i'm saying is i keep thinking in my head what's it going to take and that could be what it takes is when there is no more for now when it is right now when they expand past their borders 
But what's crazy is that in America, there's also institutionalized organ harvesting, dealing with the Planned Parenthood and uh, the 19 million babies that have been aborted since 1973. But now the University of Pittsburgh that has been funded by Fauci and the NIH are harvesting live black baby body parts. This has been going on, but this has also been covered up. And David Delighton exposed Planned Parenthood for harvesting body parts, uh, 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 baby body parts, to the biotech firms and other uh, sick people around yeah. this. Uh, the, and the pedophilia and the human trafficking and the child trafficking, don't even get me started. But there's a massive business. I mean, look what Epstein. Epstein came out. You got the royal family with Jimmy Seville. Prince Charles, Prince uh, Prince Edward. Uh, listen, we have very sick, twisted, high-ranking, powerful elites in this world that want that f- that, that feed off the innocence of children, sexualize our communities, are, are forcing, mandating kill shots beyond. With, with toxic poisons like graphene oxide, with the CCP technology downloaded into their freaking uh, genetic uh, algorithmic patterns of yeah. the Moderna virus, et cetera, et cetera. Now you're definitely going to get suspended and banned from, from, from YouTube. <laughs> well, I'm looking anyway. at your numbers here, right, on how much these organs go for you know, yeah. when, they're, when they're harvested this way. And there's something else that's standing out. I mean, because you can see a heart's anywhere from 130,000 to 160,000, you know, kidney, yeah. kidney and pancreas combo is 150k right lung is around 150k too but i'm seeing on the right hand side there that you've got you know the united states is 130 hospitals specializing in liver transplant surgery right and fewer than 244 kidney transplant centers and i see in china there were you know looks like over a thousand hospitals engaged in organ transplant surgeries and yes, look yeah, yet there was no voluntary organ <laughs> donation system. My God, because if there's a billion people in China and there's around 320, 330 million people in the United States, there's roughly three times as many people in China. Are you following with me on the math so far? Yep. So if there's 130 hospitals, right, we should have probably in comparison around 500 hospitals, if that's the case, something like that to be a third. But yet we're running way below that. So that what other way and I, I realize this is conjecture but it follows all the data points so far that this is obviously a focus for the chinese communist party to have that many hospitals specializing in organ transplants oh uh, two to three thousand to three thousand rick i want to show you something as wow. well i got someone to show you I, I, it's unbelievable the laogao system 252 concentration camps set up specifically to house Falun Gong practitioners, forcefully blood test them for a match that all you need is a police signature, no judicial process, no legislative, judicial, or executive branches. And then once the, the, the buyer, uh, a, a rich, national, a, a rich uh, uh, foreign buyer from Pakistan, the US, Canada, wherever you are, uh, and, and others it could be the medical associations, the biotech firms, anyway, want that organ then the doctors are turned into murderers and start cutting away, just like Dr. Invertorti did, was forced, yeah. told, saying that the execution ground goes into the, surgeon, the surgery room, um, and into the theater. And so, so to, to have, let me share with you, if I may. Um, yeah. It's unbelievable, Rick. It's unbelievable. Uh, let me see. Um, as we're getting towards the end here, too, I want to tell people to follow you because there's way more information. We've just barely scratched the surface, haven't we? On I'll this. tell you. Yeah. Your website is stoporganharvesting.org, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, uh, I advocate for the website, yes. And also endtransplantabuse.org. And this one particularly, falleninfo.net. Falleninfo.net. And yeah. you're active on Twitter at truthseeker077, right? That's it. I'm shadow banned, but yeah, I have that. Uh, just yeah. <laughs> welcome to the club. Yes. <laughs> yes. We have one more time to just share one more Please. video. Yeah, Please. yeah, absolutely. While you were looking, I just wanted to tell people where to find you. Yeah. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, let me share one more thing for, with you because this uh, we can go on for hours talking about this. But I'm sure your your listeners and your viewers will be enthralled about this. Yeah, th- uh, there comes a point, and this is with anything that I've noticed too, is when because this was a fire hose of information today, and it's stuff that's very shocking, right? And yes. th- that's why even something like this, you know, it, 
maybe if we can come back for a part two at some point too, I would, I would love to have you back on, but this is not, I mean, this is like a life tip because when you're fire hose with a lot of information, you need to take it in chunks because now I I would love everyone just to soak in and then do their own seeking and find, you know, look you up and look at your information. So that's your homework assignment. Everybody that's listening and you know how much I love homework. I hate homework, but this is something that matters. So please, please go look at all of Mitchell's site, follow, him even though he's shadow banned right now follow him and get all the information you possibly can on this if you care because <laughs> if you care you're going to want to seek absolutely imagine with your families ladies and gentlemen that were just harvested alive you never saw them again and i know it doesn't concern you until it does concern you until it's your interest but just be aware that's all i'm asking for you to tune in for you to share about this for you to just expose this even more even people who are listening who are teachers share this with your classes it's so important because awareness is so important and to fail to expose what is good and to fail to to stand up for what is right is unacceptable truly in human dignity and duty but here we go uh one more clip clip for you guys The Vice President, the Durban Declaration affirms the urgent need to prevent, combat, and eliminate all forms of trafficking in persons, including organ trafficking. China Tribunal, a People's Tribunal chaired by Sir Jeffrey Nice, considered all available evidence and concluded that forced organ harvesting from prisoners of conscience, including the religious and ethnic minorities of Falun Gong and Uyghurs, had been committed for years throughout China on a significant scale and that it continues today. This involves hundreds of thousands of victims. Acting on independent legal advice, the tribunal concluded that commission of crimes against humanity, against Falun Gong and Uyghurs, had been proved beyond reasonable doubt, victim for victim, and death for death, cutting out the hearts and other organs from living, blameless, harmless, peaceable people, constitutes one of the worst mass atrocities of this century. Organ transplantation to save life is a scientific and social triumph, but killing the donor is criminal. Government and international bodies must do their duty not only in regard to the possible charge of genocide, but also in regard to crimes against humanity, which the tribunal does not consider to be less heinous. It is the legal obligation of UN member states and the duty of this council to address this criminal conduct. Thank you, Mr. Vice President. But hey, thank you so much shit man i tell you thank you for being on brother i appreciate that and i like when it says that it is our duty too because i feel that that's the case so let's let's do what we need to because this is just human life i don't care what country you're from it's human life Absolutely, man. Absolutely, and you've done a you've done a great uh, service to humanity, allowing me to share about the Falun Gong. And and one more thing before I forget: if anyone wants to learn about the Falun Gong exercises, or also known as the Falun Dafa exercises, faluninfo.net. You can check out all the videos. Everything's free of charge. It's not cultish. It's not religious. It's just a beautiful spiritual movement that just rocks the groove, man. Makes you feel good and and and, and betters your life. So, man, Rick, you're a Mitchell, legend, brother. Thank you, brother. Right. Legend, Lisa, a legend, and Ashley, help you want to meet him, but her. But we'll do a part two anytime you want to do it. Just let everyone reach out to me, and I'll do it with you. Sounds good, brother. Thank you so much. Take care, brother.